I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. And welcome to the official 2017 Hey Fam predictions episode in which myself and Angus will go through the categories of movies, TV, video games, and miscellaneous. Miscellaneous, let's put that one in. Yeah. <laughs> and make our predictions for the year, but not before we go through. Our predictions from last year. Look, it's and an envelope. We not we 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 see envelope. Through it, we threw in the the cummiest of volcanoes, and it's just erupted again. And I'm I'm actually quite scared to look at it. Like I'm quite scared to see what we thought 2016 would enable. We will be embarrassed. We'll be proud, and okay. you will be entertained. Those are the only things I can guarantee in this episode. I mean, it's my it, prediction. If you turned off the, by now. You're a terrible person. Those are the three only things you can ask for in a free piece of downloadable who, content. Who downloads a podcast and 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 and? It doesn't want to be one of those things. Stop forty five seconds in. Me, whenever a podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Harry's Shavers. Oh, Harry, look, I, I can barely grow facial hair. Levens. Yeah. Two thousand and seventeen prediction number one. Neither Angus nor myself will have a beard by the end hair. of the year, and we don't need expensive. Podcast sponsoring raises to achieve that incredible look. First prediction out of the way. You know what? I'm even going to give you a. I'm going to go one level further. Prediction met. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's a 2018 prediction too. It's, wow, really? So yeah. you just went two years ahead. Yeah, it's not going to happen. 2019. We're still going to be sitting here with our little smooth faces, <laughs> getting asked for ID. Baby ass faces over here. Um, so Angus. Should we delve straight into these uh, last year's predictions first? Or should we talk about something that happened last week? We were talking about it in the lead up. We've been we- talking about it since this podcast started. In our last episode, we had Tommy Dasselow on and we were talking about the Who? Switch. Who? Our friend, our Tommy Dasselow. Our friend. Our right. egg friend. Uh, and uh, we basically, you know, we were talking about this brand new Nintendo console that we're making. <laughs> I don't know if this is your first episode of Hey Fam, but we've been talking about it quite a lot. Since the episode started, look... Since the series started, we've been very much concerned about what Nintendo would do when they followed up the Wii U. I mean, look, this is HeyFam canon right now. Last episode could it be last episode before Switch. This would be first episode after Switch. I mean, the announcement came and we finally got it. And We've got to talk about it. We've been speaking about it. What might be in the announcement? We've been, for months, we've been going, it could be this, it could be that. It was the first time... A little Japanese company called Nintendo 
told us exactly what to expect. Kind the Switch. Of. They kind of told us exactly what to expect. Well, that's they had, kind of. They had so many months to put this presentation together. Well, let's and get and into I, it. Let's just, okay. So I'm they, very glad we're recording this now and not immediately after because that would have been the most negative podcast we ever recorded. Well, maybe not. So let's get into that immediately. So first of all, we're recording this right now a couple of days after it's the Wednesday announcement came out. Night. It's Wednesday night. We've just built a bunch of Lego. No we shit. Just check a bunch out our of food and drank a bunch of wines and now we're drinking a bunch of beers. Yeah, so check out um HeyFam on Facebook to find out the Lego we just built. It was a Facebook.com slash HeyFam podcast. We just did a live hey, <laughs> a Facebook video of us building Lego. How many pieces? Sixty? We did a gentleman's sixty. 60. A gentleman's sixty. <laughs> we d- we built a, a gentleman's sixty. A baker's sixty. So if you're if you're not a Facebook fan of ours, you can have a look at exactly what we endured tonight before we recorded this episode. If you want to put some faces to the voices, yeah. If you want to see the fams to the haze, that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. But last Friday, last Friday, yeah, Nintendo finally gave this presentation. And look, up until it happened, I was unaware whether it was going to be one of them more. And right now, we're going to get into. Very Nintendo fan term. So I mean, if you're not a Nintendo fan, school up. But we'll try to do our best. Or, but or just skip for ten minutes. Skip for ten minutes. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a direct. I honestly thought so Nintendo directs are these kind of you know pre-recorded, very well edited, succinct. It's an Apple commercial, basically, like for Nintendo products. Yeah, you see an Apple commercial and you go, "Oh, of course, that's the best product ever," because you've had the best sound design, the best visual design, you've had the best director on set. Nintendo famously, what, maybe three or four E3s ago? E3, the biggest kind they're of like, we're Western out. gathering we're of... Not, we're not going to do these live events at this yeah, massive like, game We're not going to do this anymore. anymore. We're just going to show directs. And you know what? It worked. It worked. It suited Nintendo so well. They were kind of... They could do the quirky, funny bits and they were, they were edited enough that they were punchy and yeah. like they didn't overstay their welcome. More importantly, they worked on a bilingual level. That's right. It didn't only just work on a Japanese level, it worked on an English level, which for better or for worse, Nintendo has to walk this fine balance between the fact they're a Japanese company, but unlike Sony, they don't sell televisions, they don't sell sound systems, they, don't sell a, they are strictly a games-making company. The only one right now of the main three who is a games-making company, you've got Microsoft to do everything from VR to self-driving cars to whatever. You've got Sony who do dogs, who do... But, I mean, still to this day, we've got to say, Nintendo are still just a strictly games company. They're toy makers. They're toy makers, and they are still competing against these mega companies. Absolutely. And they're losing. They're losing, and it wasn't a direct... There wasn't a direct, they, they did a live show, a live a, a performance, if you will. And it was with their new president, Kiz, uh, Kizushima, who has replaced uh, Iwata. Yeah. And Iwata was the man who... Won our know, hearts. Won our hearts. He was the man who was a champion behind the Nintendo DS. He was the man behind, who championed, sorry, the Wii and the Wii U. So, t- as I like to call it, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. So, uh if you've listened to this show for a while, you know that Angus and I are about a few things. We love those Star Wars movies. Love the films. We love... The big yellow writing before this is My Name is a Star Wars Film. We love hating DC movies. Well, you know what? I don't. I want to love them. Yeah, <laughs> I love hating them too. But we and love but, hating them. And also, we love uh, regretting buying Nintendo, Nintendo consoles. Things. Yeah. <laughs> As we say right now in front of my Wii U collection. Well, you have, yeah. Angus has his Wii U collection set up, but he hasn't got a Wii U connected to his television. I mean, if, if there was any snapshot of Nintendo right now in 2017, it's that, right? It's like, yeah, like a tumbleweed. Like, who's playing that? 
I, I'm actually playing Wii, my Wii U a lot lately. What are you playing? I'm, I'm trying to get through Twilight Princess, the Zelda um, port, before oh, the next that, big that, Zelda comes out. You want that wolf out. shit, don't you? That wolf shit. I want a big hunk of wolf shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, so anyway, the Switch got, re- got revealed proper um, in this big live show, and uh, it was a real awkward show with a few highlights. Overall, I thought they really, really missed the mark because they had a, a very broad, a big, broad selection of, 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 of the gaming world watching everyone was kind of excited you had everybody about you this. had you had every man and his dog essentially had everyone go, pulling up a chair going well look what's more interesting is the fact that for the wii u a console they released five six years ago they didn't do this for it this was remember Wii U was still a very much a direct style totally yeah it was completely scripted it was a, this is the first time nintendo were like no we're going to do a live conference in front of an audience a big stage and they allocated an hour of time, and I'll tell you what, felt that hour. It was they, they really, really fucked it. There were moments of like when they were strictly showing the hardware of the Switch. I was impressed. You know that the the I thought the price point is fine. I thought the um, the Joy-Con, which is like the the you know the, the controllers, the, controllers. the two controllers that come the the ones you can slide off the side of the handheld console to become the main controller. Like not, I think that's amazing. I yeah, think that's great. I think it's cool. I'm not really thrilled about doing motion controls on anything again. I don't think it's a great way to play video games, but... But nothing was ever forced. Like, nothing is... You have to play motion controls. Uh, except 1-2-Switch and ARMS. Oh, apparently ARMS, which is like this weird fighting game where you have massive ARMS. We punch. You don't like it's, need... It's, yeah, it's like, why isn't it just a punch-out game? Why isn't it a punch-out? I thought it was going to be punch-out when they first showed the footage, actually. For me, like, apparently with, with ARMS, you, you, you don't need to... Uh, you don't have to use motion controls. There is just a regular ass okay. button. But, but also, that's a boring that's game. I think that it becomes way more interesting if you don't have to use motion controls. But also, it's a boring game. It's like you literally hitting a button to punch. Yeah, it's what's called arms. <laughs> Why would you call a video game arms? But so for me, like Nintendo and why I love Nintendo, it's like 25% hardware. And they fucking nailed the hardware part of this. I thought yeah. all the announcement of what the Switch can do and all of its features... Uh, it's you know it, it's not region locked, which is a really really nice gesture. That's something a lot of people aren't talking about right now. The fact that this machine is their my mum and dad, for example. You and father, not talking about they're having a cold job. They're going Levens. Uh, look, I want to talk to you Wake about a up, few mom things. Wake up, mum and dad. Talk about this. This is not only the first Nintendo console, but the first console in a long time that's been region locked. I'd love to be proven wrong. I probably will be immediately, but it's the first mainstream console since the DS, I think. Which is not region locked. I think that's the smartest thing they could be doing. It's a portable, and you know what? We'll get back to this later. But it's the fact Nintendo know that this isn't a traditional television console. Definitely. And so, anyway, twenty-five percent of my love for Nintendo comes from the love of the hardware, the consoles themselves. They actually went through all of the, their consoles and talked about like the really innovative. Yeah, you're right. So they spoke about the NES, where they were like, there was two controllers always contained with the original uh, Japanese Famicom, and then with the Super Nintendo, they're like, and we introduced shoulder buttons and the four button ABXY, exactly. And then with 64, we had a control stick uh, with GameCube, which was hilarious. They were like, we put a handle on it. It's a handle, (laughs) and they were like, but it didn't catch on, which is funny. I did like that. I was rewatching it, and I I rewatched it, and they're like. The portability thing didn't catch on. Wii motion controls, Wii U, a gamepad, like a bastardized iPad, basically, with a lot of... And, and of course, the DS double screen touchscreen. And the DS double screen. And they've pretty much said this is a console that's all those things. And it, it actually is. 
Yeah, and so I was very. I thought the weird way they they had like a magician kind of show off all of the features. I just thought that was. Kind you of know cool. what? I've got to say, when they went through every console, that's very Apple post Steve, very Steve Jobs Apple to be like celebrating our past, not talking about the bad things from our past, but where let's was talk a about boy. Let's talk, yeah, where was a virtual boy? Where was Game and Watch? But also, let's talk about. Let's highlight the best things of our past to help define our future, which I thought was great. I was like, I was on board at that point. I was on board going, no, you're right. Like, this is 20 years of innovation. You guys are killing it. So, 25% of my love is for the hardware, but 75%, the majority of the love is from, it's for the games, <coughs> the software, the characters, your, your Mario's. Your Luigi's, your Donkey Kong's. Your Princess Zelda's, your Link's, your Samus's. Samus's. Your Star Fox's. Your Oliver's. Fox McQueen is his Oliver, name. Oliver, what's his... No, it's Fox McCloud. Fox McCloud. Fox McQueen. Who's... <laughs> Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. <laughs> Come on, Steve McQueen, bastard. the famous Nintendo character. Um, so, I was... I kind of was more excited. Like, I knew that the Switch... I kind of vaguely knew what the Switch was going to be. I was more excited about the big reveals of the games that I was going to be playing this year on the Switch. And I think they really let us down in that regard. We we learned of some new franchises that they're starting that really felt like 2007-era Nintendo games. Like, we... we Kind of knock we off play. Like, almost like Wii games that that Nintendo didn't actually publish themselves. So one two switch shovelware. Yeah, it feels like it. Yes, I mean one two switch is a, is is basically removing the part of video games where you have to look at a screen. Instead, you you play with controllers and there's an audio cues. I think it's not right. Uh, whatever. I think it's a fun. If they give it to you for free with the system, then maybe I'll play it. But other than that. Well, then so. we've got to get into the history of the system. So, with the Wii, which is still to this day in the Guinness Book of Records, the highest sold game of all time is Wii Sports. And that's a technicality because it was included with every single Wii sale Yep. with the Wii U. So, they set a precedent that was like, oh, okay, when you buy a Nintendo product, you get it for a game. Wii U came out. You bought a... It came with a game called Nintendo Land. Well, only the deluxe edition of the Wii U did. Right. Which um, we all own, so... We all bought that one. I love Nintendo Land. I think Nintendo it's a really, great. really underrated uh, game. It was like a uh, basically like a fairground with all these Nintendo attractions, so like a theme park. So you could go to the Zelda arrow shooting world, or you could go to the Toad Mario hide and go seek world, or and, and all of these little games. It was like Disneyland for Nintendo, exactly. And all of these games showed off what the the new control pad could do, but really no one well. else, no one else utilized all these great features they introduced no. in that game. Uh, so, it looks like the the thing they're using for this is a game called One Two Switch. Which, from the get-go, is not included in, with the, as of now. It, it looks like included. there was a shitty game called Wii Dare, which was like an adults-only Wii game. Yeah. That's what One Two Switch looks like for me. Wii Switch looks like, it's a, it's the type of game where you think if they slapped a Mario IP on top of it, people might be kind well, of into it. Why, yeah, why wouldn't you just make, if you made it a WarioWare game, which is like their weird little mini-games... I'd be, I'd be on board, but this is weird. And also, shitty. where are the maze? I want to talk about They're this. Dead. I want to talk about this. Where are the maze? Me, the, so, they've already confirmed that Miiverse is not going to be a part Miiverse of the Miiverse is not going to happen. I've, I've read that. So, the, one of the funnest things about having a Nintendo Wii, a 3DS, or any Nintendo product in the last 10 years was designing you yeah. as the avatar. Was that fun? I always had fun with it. It was always okay. like when someone comes over your house... 
Oh, come over. We'll I'll, play I'll this. I'll make a me of you. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. You've got glasses. I have many crushes. <laughs> who I'm going to put a mole on your face. <laughs> there are many people in my rogues gallery of... You're in my... You're, you're a player that exactly. people can play as. And, I mean, you're, like, and I like that. I like the fact there was me's, which you could have in your games. Yeah. And I find that kind of odd now that they just dropped me completely because me was such a very simple... Oh, this is my dad. This Like, I remember when I got the Wii, I made a me of me... And me, my mother, and me, my father. Everyone knew who everyone was, and we could play tennis against each other. Like the me days are classic, are they? My wee days were classic. They're my salad days. Wait, the salad days good. If we started Hey Fam during the wee days, friends, Fuck, we would have been the biggest podcast, podcast ever. Yeah. Um, but so uh, yeah, they announced one to switch, which looks kind of lame. Then they announced. Arms. Well, do you know what's the problem? Like, what's I had the artwork? Like, you have a look at the game. It's. He uses all stock photos of like real people. Or not stock. It's obviously being taken for this game, but there's no Nintendo sparkle to it. It's, it, the it's the worst kind of Nintendo game. It looks like a just dance game. Don't utilize their incredible wealth of properties. Why wouldn't you use any Nintendo character? Any because I think they're trying to really reach a very broad audience. The app audience. Exactly. I think. I think they're trying to go for the app audience, but they're just. I can honestly tell no one's going to buy a Switch or this game when they can play a watered down like a far less superior version like a very inferior version i know that for a fact on their iphone yeah uh think i don't think it's gonna take off arms is a punching game that they showed off next i think it looks <laughs> like kind of like overwatch was a was a was a boxer it was they we- literally have a girl in like a robot outfit who is similar to the girl the south korean character in overwatch who was in a bot bot outfit i can't remember the name i'm sorry but it's like they almost have like a big clowny character like the, the dude with the chain i know i don't know the overwatch characters names at the top of my head but no it was very overwatch i think that's an apt description for it, it was kind of uh, like- but i think the the gameplay itself like kind of looks it looks kind of fun i don't think it looks like a nintendo game it doesn't I look like an, it, it also looks like a like put little mac in there but it looks like a part of a larger game Looks like a part of the larger Nintendo. Like a mini land. game in a yeah, totally. I yeah. don't know how that game can honestly stand its own two feet as a game where you like duck, dodge, and punch. So after a pretty strong hardware showing of the of this presentation, it took a dip pretty quickly, and I was like, "What the fuck are these games?" But then it took an so we an watched absolute... these in two very different circumstances, which is something else. Yeah, which... I, I watched this all in one hit. I was I was on a train, then I was walking to King's Comics, then I watched the rest of it from King's Comics office. In beautiful air conditioning, um, you Which watched right it. now in uh, Australia is a very good thing because it's, it's the hottest summer hot we've ever had. Um, you watched it broken up in parts as you were trying to help your girlfriend move house. Yeah, I was helping her move house into my house and watch. I I got to say, I think I saw the best version of it. I I was getting glimmers of controllers and then first party games, and I was like, "Oh, this is fantastic! This is great!" And then I stopped watching. And then immediately, a few hours later, you're like, this is the worst. Everything's gone to hell. I was like, what happened? Before I got to that point, I watched a little trailer called Super Mario Odyssey. Thank you. Which is an unbelievable trailer for an unbelievable game that I want to play immediately. It is a return to completely proper 3D Mario. Um, And the best thing about a Mario game is when they just throw everything at the wall, even the most batshit crazy ideas. And this batshit crazy idea is Mario in our world looks like GTA and he's just like fucking jumping about, jumping on taxis. It looks like the Simpsons episode where Homer 
somehow, you know, remember the 3D Simpsons episode yeah. from the... How could I forget? Of Treehouse of Horror. It's he one of the best. shows up in our world, goes to erotic cakes. Yeah. Great stuff. How do they come up with this stuff? Conan O'Brien. <laughs> um, but I thought this, this, like, you know, it's not just this, that, that, that may be the hub world, which is our world for the Mario game. And then there's, it's incredibly colourful. The visuals are amazing. All the different mechanics that we see, he can throw his hat now and yeah. then jump off his hat. I showed my girlfriend, she, she was certain it was a film. She was like, this looks like a Pixar film. Yeah. Um, I really, I think that was an absolute 10 out of 10 reveal. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be the fucking best. But then after that, the show took a complete nosedive um, right up until the very last three minutes when they revealed more um, Zelda um, footage of Breath of the Wild. But I thought, like, as a show, I just felt like I was wasting my time watching watching these, like, lackluster trailers that weren't translated into English, um, then kind of watching shitty, bad at talking to the camera, people from different third-party developers just not be very enthused and then not be very well translated. Like, the most bored translator I've ever heard in my life. I just uh, this translator sounded like he wanted to be anywhere else. He was deplorable and also, in a sense, my favorite thing about that entire presentation he was just kind of like neither here nor there and just kind of didn't give a shit. He was just kind of like, oh, that happened. And then at one point he just stopped talking for a long time. And I was yeah. kind of like, see, this is, this is my problem my, with Slevins. My problem is we've seen Nintendo actively say we're not going to go to do conferences anymore. And I don't know if this is because of a bilingual situation, whether, before, whether because they have to A, sell it to Nintendo Japan's audience which is very different to the rest of the world. Like, I remember when I got my uh, 3DS, I traveled to Japan. Every train station I went to, there was a fucking huge QR code where I could just hold up my 3DS and get a local soccer player or something. I don't know, but it was <laughs> a me that was transferred immediately. I don't know what And I was every doing. single person on the subway is playing 3DS as every well. Every single person is. And this is not word of a lie from the age of 12 to 63. Everybody was playing one. No problems. So, that's fine. Nintendo has a market there. They have a particular style. For the rest of the world, especially in Australia, like I can only speak for Australia, they're competing with Sony and Microsoft. Yeah. I'm not saying they're fantastic at what they do, but they happen to be the best right now in these countries at what they do. The Nintendo presentation, the live presentation was not catered for people from where we are right now to convince those people to buy this console. And like for someone like me, like we were and you, we were already going to buy this console. Oh, we're buying at day one, like and pre-ordered. And like I knew going in, okay, it's going to be this new kind of fun, weird console. It's a it's hybrid gonna- console. It's not necessarily a traditional console. It's not traditional. It's yeah, not, yeah, you, it's you can play it at home. You can play it on, on the train. You can play it in the park. You can play it at home. Yeah. Cool. I knew that. I also knew that there was going to be a Mario game I wanted to play, and I also knew there was going to be a Zelda, Zelda game, game. Yeah. I was, I was, that I wanted to play. That's what we got out of it. And then I finished watching this one hour and a, and a quarter conference thing, yeah. and I know that I want to buy this weird console that has a Mario and a Zelda game on it. Like, I didn't learn anything from this thing. Like, the, I was their most captive audience. I was so excited about this thing. I was talking about it with yourself and all our friends that are into video games, and it was just a real waste of time, and I got me really worried that... I think they're just going to repeat the same mistakes they made with the Wii U. All the third-party stuff looks terrible. What's the mistakes with the Wii U, though? I want to hear your mistakes with the, the Wii U. They had a really weak launch lineup. 
they had a they had that the Mario Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Yeah. Um, and Which in any other circumstance would be fine. Yeah, but I mean, like they had they had that, and there was a long wait for anything big to come out. There was very little third party stuff, and it looks like we're having even Can less third party stuff this time. Can I just now read you the uh, PlayStation Four launch lineup? Sure. Which I prepared earlier. You prepared? That's what you were doing. I thought you were you were you were Snapchatting no. your dick. Nope. Not this time, everybody. Knack. Knack, baby. Contrast. I don't know what that is. Killzone Shadow Fall. That's again that kind of people like, I guess. Need for Speed Rivals. People sometimes like that. Madden. Madden. Keep in mind, I did not buy a PS4 No, I'm just saying like, I'm just, what, 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 I'm still going, FIFA. FIFA, is, all right. Everyone's beloved soccer game. Assassin's Creed Black Fag, which was already. Black, Assassin's Creed Black Fag. No, Black Flag. Oh, Black Flag. Which, which was already available on previous generations. Angus's uh, Molly <laughs> just kicked in. Yeah. Already available on previous generations sure. of PS3. So, are you reading these out with the point to make that the PS4 launch line was kind of shit yeah. too? It's better this few... Resogun. Resogun. Actually, pretty good game. Lego Marvel. Superheroes, which was available on everything. Game. I know, but also these are all yeah. games. So, what I'm getting at is Skylanders Swap Force. And that's it. Unbelievable. Of all of the Skylanders. But games. I want to say that. <laughs> I, I just want to say is I think we're putting an unfair amount of pressure on Nintendo. The okay. Xbox three, the Xbox One lineup was the same. Sure. Basically, but without, get this, a Zelda game and a Mario game and a but I mean, game within the next few months. But I mean, Mario, we're not going to get until the end of the year. But that's okay. Because how long does it take to... Like, well, as if you and I could point, go to the shops in one day, which what, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate now. As if we could go and buy the Switch Day one. If there is a Mario, a Zelda, and a... What was the other big one we're talking about? Splatoon or Splatoon. Mario Kart. Great. We're not going to play all three at once. We're going to play one. We're going to finish it. We're going to... And I think Nintendo have noticed gaming habits. I think they're aware of this. All right, I here's, think they know... Here's my first gaming prediction. Wanna, gaming prediction for 2017. At some point this year, Angus is going to say, they're doing exactly what they did with the Wii U. Oh, I've already said it. I'm doing... I'm saying it now. Right. Because they're launching with a fucking game, which I told... They're launching with Rayman Legends. This is what's blowing me out. Is this true that they're launching with Rayman Legends? It's the Rayman Legends Deluxe Edition. I mean, Rayman they're, they're Legends is cube. a fucking fourteen-year-old game, <laughs> essentially. It's 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 younger than Skyrim, which is another game that they're going. That it's not even launching with. But they're launching with Rayman. I mean, they I think Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft are like, yeah, we'll 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 give you some third-party support. Here's a game we made nine years Just ago. Just Dance, which we know does better on Nintendo platforms than anything else, because everyone likes this this franchise because of the Wii. Here's you know some game that everyone has already played on your other platform, but whatever, like. We can just put deluxe edition and people buy it. Yeah, I, I, what gonna, I'm saying is... They're going to sell a $30 game, basically. What I'm saying is... Knack... Here comes ...was the, the only point of difference in that PlayStation lineup and Zelda's a point of difference in this. Sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm buying the Switch day one. Well, we both are. Yeah, so I'm already bought that, that, That's already a bigger point of difference for PS4. Um, I yeah, just, it took me a year to buy I, I just don't think that that, that presentation didn't convince anyone who wasn't already going to buy a Switch to buy a Switch day one. But I think there's an unfair... I'm just thinking now that I think there's an unfair pressure put on Nintendo to be like, keep innovating, keep changing things. But with Sony... Making- I mean, we saw like Sony's E3 event last year. But what's their first E3 event when they unveiled the PS4? It was nothing. I don't know, but like... No, just, that's just the point a, though. a comparison point. No, but you don't know. But I that's- mean, no, no, no. Let me finish for once in your fucking life, Angus. Ooh. <laughs> um... 
when they did the E3 event last year, it was just like trailers for games that were like, you know, from like Death Stranding is yeah. fucking years away. About four years in there. Took- but that's, I mean, at least you know that there are things coming. I hate that Nintendo refused to be like, we're making a Metroid. We're going to remake Star yeah. Fox. We're going to give you an F-Zero. Well, you want- saw what happened the last time they did two of those three things. I know, but I, Metroid I, Soccer I just want to know, at least we're going to try and do these things properly. Yeah. No, I get that. And that's what I really wanted at this conference, and I didn't get that. Instead, I just got this kind of like, well, I'm still going to get it, but I'm, I feel weird about See, it. See, I also, then I come to the conclusion, what were we expecting? I was expecting them to, like, I thought they were trying to cater to a more, like, a bigger slice of the pie instead of the people that are already going to just buy Nintendo com- like and it's obviously because. they're just going for Nintendo people I think they think they're going for a bigger slice of the pie but I just don't think they know how to yeah I still think I still think, I still think there's something lost in translation yeah great movie great movie love you Dan Aykroyd <laughs> very cool I don't go to Midtown and I ain't afraid of no ghost my favourite line of last year do you know my favourite Hey Fam moment of last year what was that? You saying you didn't like the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> and not because Finally I'm like a weird it. sexist. Like, it just wasn't a good movie. All blockbusters last year sucked. No, they didn't. Except, Rogue One was except great. Rogue One and, and Civil War. So, let's, that, that's, that, that's the Switch. Our, our coverage of the Switch event. There are plenty of other podcasts. Oh, yeah, that but take- I want to say in my Switch coverage, I saw it sporadically. And so, what I saw was like this amazing 15-minute presentation because I had a mobile phone. In my hands, I was sweating, I was moving house, but I had headphones in. I was pretending to go to the bathroom. I was pretending to do all that. I was like, I'll be right back. And I was watching it for like five minutes, like, going, oh my God, this is great. And I saw the first half, loving it. And then, you know, afterwards, I saw your reaction. You're like, this is the worst. Like, I, I think it was the most negative I've ever seen. You're like, this sucks. I was, I was like, really channeling some Angus Truscott negative vibes. Yeah. I mean, wh- when were those last vibes first shown with Angus Truscott? DC films or. I think just your, your general, like, you, like, Nintendo really let you down last year. It's so funny that we swap sides now because <laughs> now I'm kind of like. Defending Nintendo. No, Nintendo let me down a long time ago. Yeah. The way you to me is like. A huge failure And I think Nintendo Should look at it Every day Before they make a decision With the Switch Like Like I think They should be forced To look at it For five minutes Every day Like when a dog Does his shit In the wrong place And is forced To look at it To be like uh I can't do that again Don't do this again I think Nintendo Like The the Wii U Was either Too late Or too early For it's time I'm gonna say Too late It missed it yeah, Wii U has got some great games on it. One day we should do an episode in which... Because I've been buying... Now all the really great games are like 10 bucks. Yeah. Because ain't nobody buying Wii U Do you know the problem with the Wii U was? One person held the big ass screen thing and other people held the other things. There was never a sense of evenness amongst if you played with another person. But you don't know anybody that would play with you anyway. So no, but I, I force people to and they're no longer my friends. <laughs> Your neighbours. Yeah. Oh, come up here. I just moved. But you know, to me, that from the get-go is the first problem, which is why I think the Wii, sorry, the Switch will be more successful. Because everyone holds a really small uncomfortable Everyone controller. holds a very bad small. Well, we haven't held it yet. We can't. Con- Have you seen how the, the prices on the peripherals? Like some of the controllers. So much money. Oh, well. That's what how piss it all away on Nintendo products is what I say. Uh, I'm gonna right. lie down, open my mouth, and if you're Nintendo, you can just completely drain yourself in my <laughs> in my gullet. Um, 2017 prediction for gaming. We should do 2016 bad predictions. Um, we did. Uh, we we did, okay. I, I'll, I'll read through. We went through them last year, but I'll go through them nice and quick. Well, you, you said you listened recently. And you, 
I listened. So we did a 2016 predictions episode, and I listened to them all. Wow. Uh, I listened to the sorry. I listened to the entire episode, and I wrote down all of our predictions from last year. So some of them are really good. I went through our gaming ones last week, but I'll, I'll go through our Nintendo related ones. Um, I'm just going to read one, one that I that I predicted last week, last year. Sorry, <laughs> it was like last week's predictions. Um, my prediction was that Nintendo in 2016 will continue to disappoint, but will still release just enough great stuff this year for me to not learn my lesson and keep buying everything they put out on day one. That happened. That happened, and my you first Star Fox Zero. My first prediction for 2017 yeah. is I'm going the exact same thing. Mine too. We're going to be there day like, one. I swear we're going to buy the Switch. We're going to love Zelda. We're going to love Mario. Yeah. I don't think anything else is going to wow us. Splatoon 2. Sure. I mean, I, I'm i worried that that game... I love the first Splatoon. Mm-hmm. I don't think that looks that different from the first Splatoon. Do you know what? I've read a lot of people who played it and everything I've read is like, it's completely different. Right. Even the mechanics. You're not a squid or a kid this time. This time you're a dwid. You're an octopus. <laughs> yeah. You're finally a dad. It's, it's just you trying to raise a squid child. <laughs> no, a lot of, uh, you know, one of the big mechanics of the first platoon was you had the map on the gamepad and what you saw in the television screen was different. That's completely gone out. The mechanics have changed completely. Uh, hot jumping to people is different. Like, everyone's like, it's a whole new game. And it looks a lot different. Well, it hope, plays a lot better. I hope there's way more first player stuff this time. You were the, like, single player not stuff in a bad way, way, but you better. were the most, you were the, so- see, I was the opposite. I really got into the online gaming. And I the got. The single player mode is so sick and it features the best bottle, ba- boss, boss battle I've ever played. I you think. know that I only get obsessed with online gaming when it's a sandbox Nintendo game, which is <laughs> like either Mario Run or Splatoon. Right. Um, so that's my prediction for Nintendo. Have you got any predictions related to the Switch before we move into the rest of the predictions from last year and this year? Um, I think that the Switch will have a better launch lineup than PS4, which I think it already does. <laughs> no, I honestly don't. I honestly, I've read that list of games which no one remembers and were also device agnostic games. The fact there's Zelda on it, I think, accounts for much more than it shouldn't. But I mean, like, it's a Zelda game that was meant to be on Wii U. And they're just repeating what they did with the Wii. And the Wii went really well. And the Wii went so really whatever. So, exactly. So, I'm just saying, like, they're in writing to the general person, the public, a new Nintendo con- console is launching with a new Zelda game. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's pretty great. I mean, I, I, I'm certainly going to play... And to me, that is a better launch title than any of the games I read out earlier, which were... Games which were eighty percent were available in a lot of other consoles, and and twenty percent were knack. Twenty percent were knack, and knack, as we know, is just a joke. Like this is what I mean. Most consoles, like the PlayStation, is a slow burner. Like these other consoles, maybe this is the problem. Sony and uh, Microsoft, they're all about slow burning consoles that happen to be in your peripheral for a long time, then eventually go, oh, I'll buy one. Whereas Nintendo has this weird pressure to be like. Launch with the fucking answer to cancer. You know, like launch with the cure to cancer right now. Like, whereas Nintendo has this. The answer to cancer. It's actually like a great metal band name. Really good band name. Anyone listening right now who calls their band name answer to cancer, $10 a month. That's all I ask. (laughs) I think there's an unfair amount of pressure basically put on Nintendo to be like launch. And I was, because I felt ripped off in a sense, like when we watched this Switch presentation. But then I. I was just like, well, hang on. 
most other consoles just launch with shit. And then I had a look and I was like, yeah, confirmed. Besides Nintendo, everyone does like a really shit job of trying to sell a console. Yeah, I, I can't directly tell you what they offered beyond that launch lineup, but I'm sure that everyone bought a PlayStation 4 knowing all of the great things on the horizon. I want to know what's on the Nintendo horizon. Yeah, it's a different marketing model, that's for sure. And I think we'll get them. Cool. All right. So it's those- so weird that I'm the Nintendo positive person 2017 and you're the Nintendo negative. I'm a, I'm a neg tender guy this year. I'm a pos ten day. <laughs> Let's still talk about video games. We're going to talk about movies now. Um, Angus, do you want to hear your 2016 predictions for movies? Oh, they're going to be so embarrassing because I can kind of remember some of them. But yeah, there's going to they're going to be fucking great. Um, all right, uh, everyone's going to be on Marvel's dick. True. True. Civil War In a good way out. or a bad way? Good way. Good way? Civil War was huge. Civil War pretty much cemented the fact that Marvel are like the premier comic book film adapters. We were certainly on Marvel's dick for some of the year, but when Doctor Strange came off, we were nowhere near that dick. We had a... You were slightly more on the dick than I was? Sure. I was just like, I can't even remember that movie now. It was such a forgettable, I would rather forget a superhero movie than see what DC... Oh, same here. I'll never forget what happened to Batman v Superman. I will never forget. And that's what they say. Like, we are, you know what? We are survivors. We're survivors of what Batman Superman was. Um, Doctor Strange, like, just a forgettable film. All right. I think, like, not the best. So, we we were, that's somewhat of a a true statement. We were somewhat on Marvel's dick. Everyone was somewhat on Marvel's dick. Civil War, sure. All right. Another very true. Prediction you made. Uh, I know. Batman v Superman won't make as much money as Avengers. We didn't. 100%. So that's straight away. You did it, Angus. Uh, that's huge. Have you crunched the numbers? Is that true? That's 100% true. Yeah, yeah. We also know it's I, true. I won't tell you the numbers, but they are true. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Um, so I'll, I'll switch up, flick over to me for a couple of uh, predictions that I made. Actually, no, I'll keep with the Angus. We'll just do all of Angus's ones. Because uh, they get pretty great from this point forward. Jared Leto's Joker is going to make people really dig the fuck out of him. Uh, this, you verbatim. I know. I know it is. So I know. Last Ugh. year, we hadn't... We, we Neither of us quite enjoyed... You like Man of Steel. I don't. No, but, I don't like it that much. That was me in denial. So but anyway. we, we had convinced ourselves that both Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman might actually be quite good. And what we now we know upon reflection is we'd seen the trailer park cut 
trailer for Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly. And an okay cut of Batman vs Superman. Neither of which are that good. But I guess when you're a victim trapped in something, you start trying to look for the good in things, you know? And look, a lot of... It's hilarious, you know, I have a comic book podcast called Serious Issues. We have got a Facebook group. And 20% of the people on that group will, like, love and constantly defend Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. Like, they were good movies that I just don't understand or something like that, but no one ever defends Jared Leto's Joker. Well, I think that's no the, one I dig, can't believe No I one dug it. the fuck out of Joker. That, you know, that was me just grasping at straws. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. That's, that's so disgusting. So, yeah. you, you also predicted that everybody's going to love Batfleck. You know what? The one... I'm not going to say everybody's going to love it, but a watered-down version of that prediction is true. The one redeeming thing that everybody ha- seems to have from this DCEU is that, oh, they want more Batfleck. Definitely. I'll give you And that. it's kind of true. Like, he was a great Batman. Okay, cool. Well, lucky, don't worry. What did you think of him personally? Uh, I thought he was uh, fine, I guess. I don't know. I, mean, I thought that we whole movie was him. so fucking bad. Yeah, but- we didn't get to see him. And he sucks in Suicide Squad where he, like, flies down behind when... Um, Oh, Will Smith shopping with his daughter. All that, all all of his involvement in Suicide Squad is trash. It's yeah, so he, bad. No, the best thing is when he punches Margot Robbie in the face. It's so weird. After she kisses him. Yeah. Fuck After it. like just like in the, in the Sandlot Kids, where yeah. uh, where the he, he pretends to drown so, in the so, pool, so and the, then the girl the hot, rescues him. The, yeah, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> oh my god! We just watched the Batlot Kids. The Sandlot Squad. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> The Sandlot Squad That's the best thing ever um, Alright So uh, you did another Another very real prediction uh, here This is a good one No don't worry Batman v Superman Will open with the closing scene Of Man of Steel From Bruce Wayne's perspective Oh yeah 100%. That's fine Very cool We got that uh, Here's another one about Star Wars If Gareth Edwards Does a different style of movie In the Star Wars universe That's gonna be awesome It was It and was you, you can listen back 100% now. that's a true prediction uh, Leo's gonna get a goddamn Oscar Oh my god This is actually pretty good <laughs> Yeah Pretty good If you ignore those inc- Complete like Slander you said earlier About <laughs> Superman and Suicide Squad Yeah But I mean Besides that um, So those are all Your movie predictions When you hear some of mine Yeah I'd love nothing more um, Okay So Captain America Civil War Will be way better Than Age of Ultron In every single way Yes, it was. 100%. You 100%. got that completely right. You know what? It's still probably the best Marvel movie. Yeah, Outside of origin, like Iron Man. Um, Batman v Superman isn't going to work because the movie will try to do too much. Completely 100% correct. Like, fuck, I wish I knew that. I was just in denial. I love Batman so much I and know, I hate I, Zack I, Snyder. I, I, we don't want it to be bad. But also, like... We don't want to hate these movies. Look, it's like... it's What's it like? It's like... It's like going to your favorite bakery and you like the taste of cake and you love how cake is at the end, but the guy that bakes it, you know, is a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> and just kind of like, no matter how much I enjoy my cake, I'm going to know that it came from someone who's a dumb piece of shit. Like that's, And also, he's not giving you cake. He's actually... He's just, coming in envelopes. Yeah, exactly. He's giving yeah. you coming in envelopes. And also, he dresses like a magician. Cake. He puts sprinkles on it. Also, why is he dressed like a magician? And why was his first claim to fame a remake of a famous horror movie? <laughs> Disgusting. Um, Disgusting. I've had, I've had a pretty good run so far, but here's where I let the team down. Suicide Squad is going to be better than Batman v Superman. <sighs> if only. But, I mean, was it? No. No. 
No. Was it easily worse than Batman v Superman? Yeah, yeah. it was like... A I just thought I'd Stockholm Syndrome myself into thinking that Batman v Superman was better than Suicide Squad. At least, like... And I know this isn't a defense of the film, but at least at any part of Batman vs. Superman, you could pause it and it looks like a major motion picture. Yep. Suicide Squad looks like it was shot in three sets. A train station, an office, and a restaurant. Like, they were all an outdoor of a prison. Like, yeah. Like, need I remind you of Katana's amazing scene in Suicide Squad? People were just sitting on a helicopter. This person was like, this is Katana. Her soul traps the souls of men. And that's it. Like, that's literally it. That's that's, that's an extent of her entire character. That's her scene. That's all you see in the film with her. She's never in the movie again. (laughs) Like, fuck that that movie. You know what the worst thing is? They're like bad parents and that's something you're not. So, David Ayer made a horrible film. Famously horrible film. One of the most critically... Like tarnished films, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. They've now rewarded him he's, by making yeah. the sequel and all the Gotham City Sirens movie. Like, what bad parenting is that? When someone does something wrong, you punish them, right? So, like, give the Gotham City Sirens movie to a female director. What the fuck is your problem? It's Why would you so not bad. do that? It's so bad. Um, all right. Um, Deadpool will be critically panned, but will still find an audience. No, it was opposite, very, wasn't it? Very, very. It found an audience, one. and it was critically acclaimed. You and I were like, we went to the premiere. We're non-believers. Of that movie. We, we, went were, in. we were like sitting down, going, "Oh man, this is going to be fucking terrible." But you know what? Don't blame us. We sat down. There were V energy drinks with Deadpool's logo on them, and like they gave us all this like very lame. Macho. But all the marketing was terrible. For the the marketing was bad. Like, it, it was worked, like very clearly, macho, but like. It was terrible. Movie was fine. I thought it was a great film. It it really, you know what? It was it was what Scott Pilgrim was for comic book movies. It was kind of like a breath of fresh air. It was like making fun of the genre, but also being part of the genre. Yep. Um, here's one that you might think I got wrong too. Uh, Doctor Strange will be another really good Marvel movie, and 2016 will be Marvel's best year critically. I mean, Civil I, War was I very... Looked up, I looked up the figures. It actually was Marvel's best year critically. Oh, wow. Yep. We got that one right. On Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange was not really good. It was okay. It was okay. It was an okay movie. Like, I won't watch it again ever in my life by choice. If it's on TV, yeah. But I'll, I have no need to watch that film again. Here. Do you have a need to watch it again? Um, I'll watch it with my wife. She hasn't seen it yet. I'll watch it again. I but, liked it. But outside of that, would you watch it? Yeah, like, I mean, would like, you if, go if like, I had it, I'd probably just, if, 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 if it's on Netflix, which all Marvel movies end up on, I'll, would you be I'll like, watch it. Would you be like, man, I really want to watch Doctor Strange when this non-exciting lead character breaks his hands and it's like, well, a, like why would you watch Doctor Strange over Iron Man is what I want to know. Because I've seen Iron Man a bunch of times. I've only seen Doctor Strange once. But Iron Man's a way better movie. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. All right, it's the same film. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I eat chocolate heaps of times, but I still That's occasionally true. want... Um, a bad carob? American accent by a, <laughs> yeah. by a British actor as um, your chocolate. My final and very wrong prediction for 2016 was Spider-Man will be in Civil War for just one minute. He was in there for about 10, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was... A, everyone loves him. He loved, Everyone's on board. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's on board. All right, Angus, what uh, are your... Predictions for film in 2017. Okay, you made um, a little list. Yeah, I had. I, I was 
thinking LA is tonight. I'm thinking this year. Yeah, 2017. That's 2017. Indiana Jones announcement. Oh, wow. That's a good prediction. No involvement of George Lucas. Disney owns it. Spielberg directing. Uh-huh. Crowd goes wild. That's fucking awesome. Is that a good prediction? That's a really good prediction. Do you think it's going to... Because we've all mourned over Harrison leaving Star Wars. Oh, we all know for a fact Harrison signed on for the new indie. Yep. Really no reference to number four because of the 50s. Enough times passed. This will be Indiana Jones in the 60s. I'm all for it. I think it's going to be huge. It's going to be a big announcement. It's going to be a surprise announcement because we're all so focused on when, Star Wars. When are they going to make it? Next year. It's going to come out next year. It's going to well, no, no, when, when are they going to make the announcement is what I'm saying. When, when, when this we, year. At some point. 2017. Okay, yeah, cool. I think right. in 2017 while everyone's focused on Disney. Will Sheila LaBeouf be in it? I personally would like him to be, but I don't think he's going to be. <laughs> You're a mutt man? I'm a big mutt daddy. <laughs> That's my big announcement. And also... DC's consistently will continue to be and more so be second fiddle. And it's just, you know, it's a reality of being... What's what's the prediction? DC will continue to be and more so be... And more so be second fiddle. Right. Because it's all been done before. Like, these directors, these filmmakers, these producers are going to be like, we're making our Batman... Sorry, we're making our Spider-Man, we're making our Iron Man, but... It'll happen. Like, the audiences already know what's happened. Like, no one's going to be, you know, surprised for it. Like, it's only going to get worse for DC, I think. Like, I think Wonder Woman's not going to go great. Yeah, well, that's um, one of my predictions. I think Wonder Woman's not going to go great at all. I think what's the Justice League is going to be like, well, why am I watching this? You know, like, I don't care for any of these characters. Like, I just think it's going to be... Yeah, I don't think I don't think either One Woman or Justice League will be good. I think those films, and I think the DC universe, and this is a diss to the franchise I'm about to reference. Whereas Marvel seems to have a very loving fan base, which I think is amazing. Congratulations to Marvel, the MCU. Every <laughs> no, no, you did it. No, but seriously, congratulations. They've they've managed to procure like a, a loving fan base. I think that the DC EU is going to have a fan base akin to that of like. A triple X movie or Fast and Furious, like or the Trump legislation. Well, you know, I was gonna get that later, but it, you know what I mean. I think it's gonna just be very paper thin. Like your favorite movie might be the Fast and the Furious, but also let's admit it. Let's admit together as adults so that it is what it is. It's 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 a bunch of good stunts. It's not a really good film. Like no one's you know Marlon Brando's like coming out of his grave to go like I, I'm gonna give back my Oscar after watching. Paul Walker's performance in that film. <laughs> They're two very different things. And I think that DC is just going to be kind of viewed as, you know, people who aren't into films. They'll be like, no, it was okay. And it's like, well, that's not enough. Is that a prediction? I yeah, don't know. That is sure is one. If you got any more? Uh, film? Yep. Indie, Indie 5 was my big one. I was like, I think it's going to happen. Also that, we're going to see more of, and this is, I think this is fantastic, of what we saw in Rogue One, with, uh, especially in, you know, fantastical films with a cast that's far more multicultural. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, Hollywood is shrinking, markets are growing elsewhere, and I think that's very cool. I thought one of the best things about Rogue One, there was like... Diversity on screen. Yeah, there was no straight white male who was a hero in that film. Very refreshing, especially for Star Wars fan, and, you know, me, textbook Star Wars fan. 
very refreshing. Textbook, straight white male. Straight white male. Yeah, <laughs> very refreshing to see. I like. I, I and I'm kind of you know I, I I'm excited by that notion. If I wanted to see a straight oh, one, white male one, one, one win thing. and save the day, I just look in the mirror. Yeah. If I wanted to see a straight white guy who gets away with everything, <laughs> I just have to brush my teeth and wink. Um, another one is that Spider-Man Homecoming is going to, people are going to be like, thank God Spidey's home. And I think it's going to be much needed dose of either jovialty, like young youthness or just something that the MCU has been lacking and something which I think, you know, you look at Marvel's comic history, Iron Man, all these very serious characters were invented Straight first. white men. Straight white dudes, but also men who are rich or men who have superpowers. Like the beauty of Spider-Man was he was a high school student with a lot of responsibility who didn't want to become a hero. These other characters want to be heroes. And that was, that's why Spider-Man succeeded so well. Yep. Uh, you know, and I th- I'm hoping in the canon of the MCU, which we've seen, we've seen these characters who are like rich or I have to be this hero. I, I'm looking forward to somebody who doesn't really, I, I'm looking forward to a reluctant hero in the MCU. And I'm really thinking Homecoming will be a success. And I'm very much hoping it is. So those are Angus's 2017 predictions. Angus, would you like, to hear, would you like to hear mine? I'd love film. nothing more. Um, okay. Oh, I had one more. One more? There'll be an uncharacteristically, for the canon, very tasteful, touching tribute to Carrie Fisher in Star Wars Episode Eight, which I don't really want to talk about now. That's something else that we can take another episode, but I really think there'll be something in Episode Eight which lets us, the audience, and also, you know, everybody involved know that this is the last time we're seeing Carrie Fisher as General Leia. And it's yeah. going to be very classy. Good call. As we know this week, Star Wars... Dotcom released a huge press release saying there were some rumors going around earlier saying that Disney and Star Wars are the powers that B were meeting with um, Carrie Fisher's estate to digitally recreate her in later films. And Star Wars were amazing, I think, in this precedent. They came out in the forefront and said, we never address rumors because you never address rumors. And they said, this is the one time we will because we want to know that we want you to know. And... Carrie Fisher's family to know that we are never having any plans of digitally recreating her and she was our princess. It was like one of the most touching press it releases I read. It was classy as hell. She's like, she's our general, she's our princess, we have no plans and we won't ever touch that. And I was just like, oh. So I think having read that, her story ends at episode eight and it's going to be a very classy accent. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think that's one. Like, sorry, that was I didn't mean to harp on there, but there was one more and it was only... A very important one. A, the most important one. All right, on to my far more important predictions for yeah. film in 2017. Um, the Lego Batman movie will be the best DC movie of the year. I, I think that is 100% true. The only problem is we're not getting it for months later because idiots in Australia still haven't figured out that people want to go to see films. Even still, it's going to be way better than Suicide Squad. Sorry, way better. Than, well, it will, but also it's going to be way better than uh, Justice League. It's going to be way better than Wonder Woman. Oh, 100%. It's I, going think, to be... I think of those two movies, Wonder Woman is going to hurt way more to watch. Me too. I think like that's... Justice League will be fun and dumb, I think. Yeah, but I just think they're, they're going to fuck her character up in such a fucking long-lasting way on screen. Yeah. That people aren't going to touch her for a while. It's it's. I'm like I'm, I'm really really 
worried about how bad that movie's going to be. Like, I think at best it's going to be Man of Steel, which I hated. Yeah, it's not a good movie, and I'm. I it's not a good film. Man of Steel is not a good movie. I'm. Saying on the record now, it's not good. That's what somebody who's locked in a room of somebody for a long time goes, no, they're okay. No, it's not a good film. I just think it's going to be so boring. Same here. I think it's going to be boring. Self-importance. It's going to be making us try to care for a character who was unceremoniously introduced in a, in a film prior, checking email. Like, yep. that is always going to be Wonder Woman's yep. major motion picture debut. So bad. Checking oh email. Fucking checking email bit. Are you sure Justice League wasn't worse than wasn't better than than uh, Batman v Superman? <laughs> Batman v Superman is probably the worst film. What of did, all I say, time. did I say? Suicide. Sorry, I said Justice you League. You said Justice League. I was getting them confused. Are you saying? Are you sure Suicide? They're both as appalling as one yeah. another. But there is no scene in um Batman v Superman where a crocodile character who is based off a cliche of an African American gets the BMT channel and says like this is more like it River yeah god like there is no yeah. good um, alright so uh, speaking of Justice League um, I reckon one of my predictions is going to be that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will have a bigger box office taking than Justice League oh, 100% because people like yep Guardians I'll go see it I'll pay money to go see Guardians of the Galaxy and it's not even my favourite Marvel movie but it's mine Is it? Re- it is yours right yeah, after Iron Man, I think the first one was amazing. I know we had a lot of, you had a lot. Of I need to watch it again. I've only ever seen it once. It's so good. I love that film. You know Spielberg. It's one of his favorite films. Oh, that's awesome. It's such a good movie, and like I, I, I think it's such a great fun film. Um. So on that note, also Bradley Cooper, like he does such a good job as Rocket. I he is I'm with you on so that. good. It's a hard it. character to do a voice for, and, and he, he actually nails it. Like he nails it. He doesn't try to be Bradley Cooper, but he also doesn't try to be an animal. He, at no point does he say Wolfpack back, baby. At no point does he look at the camera and go Wolfpack back, baby, and get a Mike Tyson tattoo on his dick. So that's some Marvel predictions. Um, Marvel's 2017 movies will be most liked by us in this order: at the top, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. In number two place, Spider-Man Homecoming. I see this. And number three, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Now, that's uh, no slide on Guardians of the Galaxy I know, 2. I know, I know. But I just think Thor Ragnarok is probably going to be the best Marvel movie ever made. I think Spider-Man Homecoming is going to really just nail everything we want from the Spider-Man character. What did you think of the last trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming? That was awesome. Is that like what you want in Spider-Man? Fucking A, definitely. Like that's what we want in Spider-Man. When a high school student, someone who's unsure of themselves, someone who's perving at girls, but also someone who's... A hero who is aware of their hero. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The and cast I, is and incredible. I want greater ties to the Marvel Universe. That's yeah. awesome. And we've got Hannibal Buress. We've got Donald Glover. Like, yeah. the cast is fantastic. It's going to be real good. Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Yeah. Like, um, so, I might agree with that. But the, you know what? All those are contenders for number one spot for me, which is, that's an exciting top three. Definitely, like, right? Like, what a year when those three movies so are So, I think it's going to be Marvel's best year. I think it is. Easily. Is um, there anything else? No. Um, no, those are the three. Um, and then... The year after that, we get like... What, this year Black, was pretty Black ordinary Panther after... Yeah, why is Black Panther taking so long? I mean, well, they're putting out three movies this year. Give them a break. Yeah, but they introduced Black Panther yeah, yeah, I know. years He's, ago. He'll show up, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, even though we're going to like them in that order the most, I reckon the box office earnings will be the opposite. So, Guardians 2 will make the most money. Yep, Spider-Man. And Spider-Man and then and Thor. I agree. Um, another one related to that. Did you know, Angus, that in 2016, the top three movies... Grossing worldwide were all Disney movies. Star Wars. Rogue One. 
Rogue One. Uh, sorry, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's right. That's number one. In such a short amount of time, it managed to be the highest grossing movie of the year. Very impressive. Moana? No. Oh. Finding, ne- Finding Dory was Finding number Dory, two. Finding Dory, of course. Finding Dory is a great film. I, and I uh, Captain America 3 Civil War. That makes sense. That was one, Disney two, three. Disney are forced to be reckon with. Like they, are, they are. And it, this is a bold claim because there are massive competitors. Um, I think I'm going to be wrong with this, but I'm going to say they're going to do that again this year. Even though Fast no. 8 is probably going to be like the number two movie of the year. No, I think Episode 8 comes out this year. Episode remember. 8 is going to be number one. Um, and I think number two will be Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I think that's The live huge. action version with Emma Watson. Um, and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will be, will be See, the, beauty, the, the beauty of Beauty and the Beast is we all saw it as children. Now we're all adults and we're all like, oh, I wonder how that looks. Like, it's such a beautiful model like, by Disney And, to and make all money. of the live action movies have been very well received, yep. like Cinderella and, and, uh, and Jungle Book. But this is the first one that it's a musical, the target it's generation well. is nostalgic for. Yep. Like, I don't give a fuck about Jungle Book. I mean, I, I mean sorry, Jungle I, Book was a 60s film. Sorry, I do give a fuck, but the average person doesn't. No, I like but also Jungle Book, I mean, outside, like, you have no nostalgic memories for it. It wasn't the film. Like, I saw Beauty of the Beast at the cinema. Oh, no, I do have nostalgia. I went and saw Jungle Book at the cinema when they but released it in the 90s yeah. with my grandpa. And but it was it fucking red It's hot. a great film. It's, it's Louis Armstrong, baby. Hey. Sasquatch. King Louis. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, on the uh, Disney remakes, but do, do, you believe, do you reckon that, that, that Disney could do it again? Top three? Of the year? Of course, episode eight's going to be huge. Fast eight might We're getting a trailer soon. Uh, I don't know, Paul Walker's gone. And then there's a Transformers movie. Justice League could be... <laughs> but every movie card. you mentioned is just trash. Yeah, I know, but trash like, often wins. Trash does win. Um, also, we're going to remember, like, like, you know, the market's bigger now. Like, it's not just America. Yeah, well, but I mean... China, we I'm, and I'm very surprised that DC hasn't actually added more Asian characters to their movies. I know, they're very far behind. Their second fiddle. They won't be doing that for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so on the uh, Disney remakes note, Disney will announce a live action version of The Little Mermaid this year. <laughs> I think that might be more beloved than Beauty and the Beast. I don't think it is. Immediately. And also the rights are in help because um, Sophia Coppola was directing it at last year and then dropped out like I think it's oh wait so that's actually kind of already in the pipeworks yeah but it's also that wasn't a Disney remake it's just I think it wasn't a Disney remake I think it was like a general remake I think right now the rights might be in a bit of a (laughs) so it would be a first choice for sure you got Flounder you got Sebastian you got Ursa like very iconic characters rights are so yeah how would they do those fish characters too but you know you know the big one's gonna be and John Favreau's already signed on for it the Lion King it's happening. Yeah. I mean, how are they doing that? J- Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. Rowan. I mean... Tim Curry. Tim and Pumbaa. <laughs> Nathan Lane? Nathan Lane. I mean... Jeremy Irons. James Earl Jones. All the, all the crew. That's going to be the big one. And I guarantee they'll announce that this year. They're going right. to announce Lion King this year. I get more points if they announce The Little Mermaid, though. You will get 100,000. If anyone can get the right sorted, it's Disney. <laughs> but Lion King is their priority. Like, Lion King is their biggest They've already sign. announced Lion King, did you say? It's or has been... Favreau hinted at it? They've asked Favreau to come to it. Industry yeah, Speak right. says, I think, they're like, you, you did wonders for The Jungle Book. You turned what we thought would make $100 million, you know, $500 million. Yeah, it was like the fifth or sixth highest grossing movie. I haven't seen it. I really want I've to see it. it. Yeah. I like Favreau a lot. Favreau is great. Um, my final film prediction, this is real, just to the point. 
Logan will suck. I really hope it doesn't. My prediction is I really want to be good. I think it's going to be the nail in the coffin that actually might make Fox decide, all right, let's stop Let's give it to Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? Uh, I was reading today an interview with a guy who is making uh, Legion. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, there is, no, there is no mention of Professor X. This was today. And it's got nothing to do with the X-Men movies. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm excited about this. I think that TV show is going to be good. I have no interest in watching that show. I'll watch it. I'll let you know how good it Can is. You know, like, I just, it just looks so boring. Oh, it's made by the Fargo guys. The Fargo guys were fucking great. Yeah, but like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a series. What do I get out of it? It's got nothing to do with a great universe I'm watching. <laughs> so what? Well, did why has it got the Marvel World? stuff? Yeah, but at least that doesn't have the Marvel logo before it. I mean, no, but I want them to make stuff that isn't necessarily tied to the greater thing. I have no interest. The trailer did nothing for me. It's All just right. like a dude sitting at a table, flipping it constantly, being like, oh, I'm seeing things. <laughs> do you but then what's even more concerning is at the same time, while the showrunner of this show is like, oh, it's got nothing to do with the rest of X-Men, an equal showrunner who is doing a new X-Men series. Have you heard about this? No. So there's a new X-Men series coming, which is based within the movie's canon about a family on the run because their children are mutants. Right. And I'm just... I, I, all I can see is these two products and just be going like, this AMC wanting two Walking Dead shows. Right. Sure. And I'm just like, I can't not look at it now outside of scripts, outside of whatever, just look at it cynically and be like, uh, it's you guys just wanting to have a few shows on TV. I'm going to watch that first episode. Prediction, it's going to be pretty good. Um, Pilots are fine. Do you want to hear some more predictions that weren't film related from yeah. last year? We've got some TV and some broader Fuck, stuff. Fuck, I bet that's right. I didn't watch any TV, so and these are probably all wrong. Um, well, I mean, before we even get to TV, we'll talk about comics very quickly. Yeah. You said, I'm going to read more comics. And I didn't. This is a year I read no comics. Not one? I didn't read any comics this year. I had a very hard year with reading comics. Right. Um, okay, uh... In response to that, um, I said, I will make the comic book podcast with Siobhan a regular thing. Boom. Did it. Did it. Serious Issues podcast. It's bigger than this one. (laughs) Uh, If you ever want to hear hear me talk about comic books every single week, I do so on Serious Issues podcast. I said I would do it last year and I did. You did it. Congratulations. baby. Um, All right. Over to TV right now. Um, You said, Angus... Mr. Robot's going to hit some crazy level heights despite the fact that it hit some Everest level heights in its first season. You wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know. know. I didn't watch it. Neither of us watched it. I heard it got shitty and then I actually know what happened. I read a spoiler. Oh, you dumbass. Why'd you do that? Well, because it was in the title of the article oh, that right. popped up. Do you want to know it? No, I don't want to know it. All right. It sounds uh, dumb. I watched the first two episodes and I thought they were really good. I, I need to watch the rest. It was equivalent and it's nothing like it, but it's the equivalent of and I woke up and it was all a dream. Right. And I was just like, cool. uh, really? Um, you said we won't get True Detective Season 3 this year? Boom. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> um, you said, I'm going to watch Venture Brothers? I didn't. Uh, Star because Wars- I tell you why. Because I changed my Netflix from US to Australian and it's nowhere to be found. So I need to get a physical copy. I've, from I've, you. I've got those. You want from it? you. I'll give yeah. it to you. Sure. Uh, you said Star Wars fans who are cold towards the Rebel series will warm to season two. Did that happen? Uh, yeah, they warm to season three. Season three, right? Season three is out now. Yeah, they are warm to it. All a lot of them? No, not not all of them. But it's now being. I mean, 
it's interesting. There's a breed of Star Wars fan who loathed the prequels, who loathed Rebels, but loved the Clone Wars TV series. I can see why. It's probably... They spend the most, you know, out of everything that Star Wars has produced, it's a, it's it's the one constant piece of media where you spend the most time with these characters. And I think people like that. But yeah, th- this year, a lot of people kind of skilled up to Rebels. Um, on the Star Wars note, you said, I'm going to spend a shitload of money on Star Wars SH figure arts. <laughs> How many did you buy more since then? I bought a few more. And I was going to buy one today. So, yeah, let's put that one on there. <laughs> I didn't buy that you. many because I pretty much had the set. Yep. Um, okay, uh, here are my... <laughs> Some of these are very wrong. Uh, John Bon Jovi will have a guest role on Ballers Season 2. Wow. I mean, maybe they didn't. I know. I googled John Bon Jovi. Um, Jovi's Ballers didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. Shit. <laughs> uh, the Venture Brothers will be my favorite TV series of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I didn't talk about it in our wrap-up of a 2016 episode because oh. it happened so early on in the year and I take it for granted because I love it so much. So, uh, well, it definitely was. It, it was probably... I don't think I liked anything as much as I liked the new episodes of Venture Brothers that we got oh, this wow. year. So, everyone should watch Venture Brothers. It's very, very good. Uh, Marvel's Netflix series will start getting tired or I'll get tired of watching them. Both happened, I believe, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm only two episodes into Luke Cage. I find it fucking boring as hell, and I love the character of Luke Cage. I love every comic that he's in. I just find his television show real slow, and I wish it was like eight episodes instead of fucking 13. Or whatever yeah, that's annoying. Um, final one. If Angus watches Venture Brothers, I'll watch Rebels. Okay. No, you got to watch Clone Wars. Can we change that this year? Yeah, we, I, mean, I think both Venture Brothers and the, the the combination of Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Rebels is like seven same seasons length. each yeah. year. Yeah. All, right. All right, we're going to do it. That's a new one for this this year. And, Angus, have you and got Cartoon it? Network made both? That's true. Adult Swim and Adult, Lucas Ca- with, with Cartoon yeah. Network. Um, have you got any TV predictions for 2017? Maybe I'll may, maybe I'll watch it this year. Maybe what you watch what TV. Oh wow, cool! I didn't watch a lot this Is year. Is that the extent of your prediction? I, 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 this year was very strange to me. As somebody who's normally you watched a, Westworld, yeah, I, I, that was it. I didn't watch anything else. Um, I think this is the year that Netflix will reconsider their release all at once yeah. format of uh, TV release. I feel like they might st- start staggering it. Well, they started doing it with Shooter. And I know that's not the case because it's on a different... When I was in the States, Shooter was on network TV there. But in Australia, you can watch Shooter week by week. They drop a new episode every week. Right. I think you're right. I reckon the Netflix original program. I think binge binge dropping all of it is fucked. It's a bit too hard. Um, It's too difficult. Another prediction. We are going to find out about True Detective Season 3 this year. Yeah. It was rumors today. Oh, really? Uh, from Nick Pizzolatto. He's just like, yeah, you know what? There's a story there, but I still need to nail it and I don't want a time limit. It'll take as long as I can. But and I think you're right. I think we'll get a confirmation whether it's going to happen or not. Who do, uh, who do you reckon will be cast this, this season? Mm, Colin. Colin? Yeah. Coming back? Coming back. The ghost, different character? Ghost dad. Ghost character. Ghost. I want a ghost dad situation. What was his last name again? I want Chad... Velcoro. Oh, Colin, Colin Farrell. I want a, I want a Velcoro and Velcoro's son ghost dad situation. I want Chad going through school. I want Velcoro 
watching him every step away, knowing because we found out at the end of it that he was his birth father. Yep. I want him to just be there, breaking all the rules, hanging out, being a cool ass ghost dad, playing the guitar, playing the guitar, having a goatee, and just being like, Chad, I'm not only your dad, but I'm your friend. True, true dad detective. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I guess I've got one last prediction for you, and it's about Hey Fam. Okay. I predict that this year we're going to get banned from the sports bar that we record out every now and then. <laughs> you know what? We're, we've recorded once this year. We got told off last week for swearing in there while we were, were recording. Were we swearing? Tommy was swearing. What was he saying? What words? What he cusses? said shit. Was he and really? Shit, and they told, her, they told him, hey, you stop swearing. Did he actually say shit? He did. Oh, man. I know, right? What a horrible person. What a worst dude. <laughs> I can't believe he would do that. I can't believe he would sabotage our good podcast. So I, I I really care about making sure the predictions come true. So I'm going to make sure we get kicked out and banned. Cool. I'm going to say so shit. Look, every look forward time to that episode. I call the, the all the staff shitheads. Wow. My other prediction is that rabbit character that we built tonight, and this is a cool cross pollination uh, multimedia discussion. Is actually Harley Quinn. So the Lego the Lego Lego character the rabbit character in the Lego Batman movie is actually Harley Quinn. Yeah. That's right. my prediction. Those are our predictions for 2017. Fam, thank you so much for listening to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. And uh, we will be back next week and after that next year to give you 2018 predictions. We'll be reading but, through these. Oh, baby. I can't wait to have an entire year of you listening to us. Sometimes sober. Sometimes not very sober at all. Up to you. Sometimes daytime. Sometimes night. We don't judge. Um, I predict that Hey Fam is going to be... Number one podcast of all history this year. I mean, you know, we got best new podcast on iTunes. There's no reason why we can't get best podcast of all time in history. That's that's an award they're giving out this year. So uh, please vote for us. Uh, you can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast or heyfampodcast at gmail.com. We got an email this week, Angus. We did. We had an email from somebody who's not a first-time emailer. It was a... A, a regular email. It's a regular. Yeah, um, I thought it was a really nice email. We I'd love to bring it up right now. We read out an email here's a couple of months ago. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, sent to us in a hilarious format. Someone who no calls himself uh, Kid Alan Waters. Uh-huh. Which sounds... Like a majestic yeah. post-rock band. Yeah, we got this day at 6 p.m. this evening, just before we recorded. Hi, team. You are great. So, the, I, I must, I must I'm say... I'm bored with this guy. There is no punctuation. Everything is on new line, so it's very stic- sta- staccato. Please address my anxiety about the switch and coming apps. Uh-oh. I just want you guys to be happy. I love you. Ch- movie chat. That's why I sub. But I worry about both of you. Uh, sorry, but I worry about both of your well-being because bad Nintendo, a lame PR event. This is a lame way. This is again a lame way to write an email like a dickhead. Maybe I do again. Love you. Love you too, buddy. Great so we email. We have somebody who's worried about us maybe getting too invested in Nintendo, but it's also at the same time, I love when you guys talk about movies. So, yeah, so I'm not predicting that we're both going to kill ourselves this year, but I'm, I am predicting that if we do kill ourselves, it's because of Nintendo. Yeah, okay. So, just everyone listening right now, as witness, you know that's why we did it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Levins. His name is Angus. You can find me online at LevDog. You can find him online at Jimmy Changus. Listen to our other podcasts, Greenlight Boys, Serious Issues, and The Mitchin. And uh, we will see you next week at HeyFam in 2017. Enjoy your fucking morning. Predict away, bitches. Hey! Bam! 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 Bam!
Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.